Production. Recorded live. Well, hello, 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 listening audience. Isn't this really interesting? It looks like we're having a staff meeting tonight, and I don't see any staff. And I'm running late, but I apologize. It's your girl, Barbara, makeup artist to the stars, coming live to you on Straight Talk. I had a whirlwind day today. Boy, I tell you, I have been running around and working and working on the campaign. And so finally, I now get a chance to sit down and get to have a staff meeting this evening. So without further ado, let me see if I can get a hold of staff so we can make this happen. Okay? So staff, if you're out there. I'm starting to text everyone right now. All right, everybody. Yeah. Working on getting the staff going. Hello. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to sit here for a little while, and we're going to wait for everybody to check in. They will check in soon. Just waiting. Anyway, while I'm waiting, mm-hmm. I'd just like to give a shout out to all those out there who I adore. And just in case you're listening in, one person I'd like to give a shout out to is Reggie White, all the way down there. Oh, what is this? I'm I'm here. I'm here. I am here. Let me see. He said he's on. I'm not here. What does that mean? Um. Hmm. 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 Let's see. I'm here. Okay. Uh, I let me see. Let's talk to Andre. Hmm. I'm here. 
I'm here, sir. All right, let's see if we can get him to figure out where we are, or maybe if I can figure out where he is. I wonder, can he hear me? I'm broadcasting. Let's see. We're going to figure this out here. Mute all, unmute all. Everybody's unmuted. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm on. So let me see. Don't don't you hear me? Hear me? I'm speaking right now. Let me figure out where he is. Is he someplace else? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Uh, create guest. Let's see. Mm. Don't you hear me, Andre? I'm right here. Okay, well, maybe he'll find me. Maybe he'll find me. Did he find me? Hmm. I guess you don't hear me. Let me see, what should I do? Um, <clears throat> maybe. Oh, there we go. Well, hello there. Hi, Rosalind. Do you hear me? Yes, ma'am. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How about you? How's everything going in SoCal? Excellent, excellent. I'm tired as I don't know what, but it's excellent. It's a good oh, tire. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Uh-oh. You know, Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Sure. <clears throat> All right, everybody, we're getting gearing up for the staff meeting. So if you're not a T25 employee or visionary or if you're not part of our group, we will be back live next week where you too can be a part of the conversation. You can call in and you'll be able to um, hear from an illustrious guest, a surprise special guest I'm going to have for you next week. Okay, we're going to kick it off because, you know, we have the pageant coming up, Miss Black California. And we're going to be celebrating our young people. And we're also going to be looking out for some of those politicians that we need to support our cause. Outside. There you are. 
Hello? Can you hear me? I can hear you good. There you are. I was like, where is he? I'm missing him. You know what? There's something weird is happening because I cannot get you on the board. And every time I log in, I'm the only one there. Oh, that's interesting. Well, maybe this, okay, so let's discuss this. I launched, you know, I had to, you know, the election is Tuesday. So I'm really busy right now, overwhelmed with the senator. I'm sorry, I'm back. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed with the senator right now. So I, I, I made a mistake and left out and forgot to make my show. So when I got in at three at eight thirty just now, I ran in and I started the show from scratch. It was not scheduled. Maybe that's how you missed. Maybe that's how you missed it. And there's nobody there now. Once I pull up on the screen, nobody's there. Oh really? Well, I'm here and I have Rosalind. Do you hear Rosalind? Say hi, Ros. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, she's here, and she came in real smooth, and you came in real smooth, and I see, I I, I text Bob to, uh, I just talked to him, and I text him to come in. Maybe he's on the other show wherever you were. Maybe there's another show somewhere. I don't know. Well, Not uh, to is, this show, is this show number 60? Uh, this show is, where would I see the the number? You'd have right to go back to your my talk shoot. Go to my talk shoot. Huh? Right next to your picture. Sixty-one. This is show number 61. I'm on show number 60. Oh, I don't know where show number 60 is. I'm on 61. Oh. Yeah, why don't you kill your show and come come on our show? Hold it. Let me, okay, let me just get off of that. I can, you can still hear me, but something is drastically wrong because if you go to the website and log in, you're going into show 60. Hmm, okay, hmm. Well, like I say, I started mine at 830. You know, I just came in and just went with how you schedule it to go on live right now. So maybe that's what happened. Oh, you know what you did? You scheduled a new show. Your show was already set up. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that my show was already set up. That Maybe that's what happened. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody can get through this show. Huh? Space girl, how did you get in? She just I, I called in. And she called in. Oh, but you're not on the board. She's on the board. No, you're on the board. Good. She's on the board. No, I'm talking about going on the board via computer. Yeah, I was getting ready to do it right now. I was in the living room. Oh, okay. Well, she looks she looks good to me from here, but it's probably my mistake. I'm sorry. Yep. You screwed up so I messed up everything. So sorry. <laughs> but it's just because I'm doing so much right now. Things are going to calm down after this election. Oh, working with the senator is making me crazy. Oh, no. Yeah, a little bit. 
But anyway, okay, so we're all here. Okay, Uh-oh. I just came in as a guest. I see you right there. I see you guest four logged into the chat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I see you as Galaxy Chief talking. Mm-hmm. Now, who I don't see is Bob. He was supposed to call in. But he might, you know, Bob is, he might be late. But he's, um, I told him to call in in just a couple minutes. Bob has a huge article that was just put in the magazine, and he wants to tell us all about what he's got going. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he could be listening online, I don't know. But he, I, I, I told him a couple times to call in right now. All right, and yeah, this is episode 61, and it's weird because in your archives it has 58 past episodes. In my archives it says what? 58 past episodes. Oh, I don't know what happened then, because I thought, well, anyway, so we're all here, so, um, all right, so... How you doing, T25CL, with the brand new website looking all good? (laughs) (laughs) You like that, huh? Yes, it looks fantastic, by the way. I don't think I ever had a chance to tell you that your efforts have really proved to be great because it does look really, really good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a few years in the building and of it. I don't know if either one of you guys saw the first uh, rendition of it that we did a few years ago, right prior to the uh, Oakland International Film Festival. And and then we kept that version of the site for a couple of years, and then we went into the uh, new site that you just previously saw. And, no, actually, I think that's the third rendition of it. And now this is the fourth. And in all actuality, we have one more rendition that's going to be coming out. We're sort of like the iPhones of the uh, websites. And so we will be having another one coming out probably uh, this summer. And another look that's going to be even better than this one. Wow. That's very good. The one thing that we want people to understand about uh, T25CL is we're more than just distributors of film and music. What we are, are doing here, um, you can see me, who's at Galaxy Talk Radio issue. I'm just trying to make sure you guys can see the chat. That's what, that was me. That's me. Yeah, yeah I can see it. Can you see my response? Because I don't see my response. I don't. I I didn't. I typed that like two minutes ago, and I don't see your response. No. I typed in yes. No, I don't see that right now. Oh, All right. Let me go out of here. I'll go out of here. Going out there. I'm going out. There's there's definitely something wrong going on, but I'm I can't really tell you what it is. You you probably have to log in as a guest. That's what I did. If you sign in, you're going to go to show 60. Yeah, because I'm saying show 59. Oh, really? Okay, so now it says Lady Ross has left the chat. First it said Lady Ross logged into the chat. Now it says 
uh, Lady Ross has left the chat, but whatever you said to me with the yes, I don't see it yet. Yeah, let me. Uh, I think yeah. it's delayed because I put my. I, I do you see me when Andre was talking about the website like two or three minutes ago? It took like it was a three or four minute delay. I've never seen it act like that before. Yeah, well, and you're on. This is actually show sixty-one that's being recorded right now. Yes, that's what it says here for me. It's sixty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only way you can access 61, you can't register in. You just got to sign in as a guest. That's the only way I'm able to get the the, uh, the board. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on here. When, when did you set the show up? Excuse me? When, when did you set this show up? I didn't set it up. I, I've been working with the uh, senator, so I just ran in the door at uh, 628, and then I set the show up. So I set it up to go instant, and that's what I did. Oh, uh, so okay. That's, yeah, so that's the problem right there. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Too late. Too late. No, she, she, she could have set it up. It wouldn't have no problem. It, that doesn't have any bearing on it. She could have gone in 10 minutes or 20 minutes before the show was scheduled. She could still have scheduled it because I've done it. Right. But okay, then, then how come when, if we registered in, we would go to another show that didn't exist? Well, you didn't sign in. When did you sign in? Did you sign in before the show? Just before yeah, the show I signed started? in at, at um, 8.20. And and when did you uh, set the show up, uh, Barbara? What time? Uh, I got I sat in my seat at eight twenty eight, and I set the show up at eight. Oh. I think that oh. I think that show I think that show went on at eight thirty one. Oh no 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 yeah. no yeah, yeah you're right about that Andre yeah that was too late. Yeah, it's too late, and I signed in before the show was even created. Yeah, see, oh, that's I why. See. That's okay. why. Well, I apologize, but this is my last time be working because, you know, we have the election on Tuesday and it's going to be all over. So hopefully we'll get a a state senator elected, and if so, you know, she said, um, whatever I need, I can have. So one of the things I need is affirmative action. (laughs) Little does she know that's what I want. (laughs) But she does. She's she's a she's a, a nice a very nice lady and it's been a privilege working for her. Okay, so let's talk. Uh, uh, Rosalind, do you know about? Um, do you live close to Redondo Beach? No. Have you ever been over to the Redondo Beach CH? Yeah, I've been over there. You have? Huh? I've been over there. It's been a while though. Oh, is it beautiful? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mhm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, huh? Even uh, Redondo, um, Santa Monica, Venice, all of them line line the line the shores, you know, down there. On no, the, no, no, no. No, I'm asking about the theater, the the Redondo Beach Theater. Oh no no no. Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, you've never been there. The, the Redondo Beach. 
No, no, no. Uh-uh. I was asking about the theater. No, no. Okay, I just thought it out. Okay. All right. So, um, okay. So, go ahead, Andre. You said about the, the what's going to happen with the um, the website. Well, what I was talking about, first of all, was the business itself of TC5CL mm-hmm. and our platform for independent artists. And um, one thing that we're going to be encouraging people to do, whether you're a customer, whether you're an artist, we there's a couple of places on the website that people need to come and register in. Uh, but the very top, people need to register in as a customer. So then when you do want to download a CD or view a movie, you'll already have it, your login credentials. So everybody should just log in up there at the very top of the site. Mm-hmm. And then when you go down to the very bottom, we want people to register in your name and your email address so that when we send out information or newsletters or something's going to be happening in the form of a show, some type of new releases, we can get um, people in our database, and you'll be a part of our database for sending out uh, mailings. Uh, Also, another level of registration will be through the Galaxy radio network, the radio network that we're speaking on right now. Uh, Mm -hmm. Everybody should register in. All guests should be registered in. And everybody who's a regular on the show, register in. Because Mm -hmm. you guys, as moderators, I see you guys a lot of times looking for your guests or or so forth. And uh, they're somewhere in the middle of a whole bunch of people. And so they just need to take a minute. It only takes a minute to register, and then you're in. I think you get an email confirmation that it's all good. So this new platform that we have, it's um, the uh, best-looking website that we've had with T25CL Entertainment. And T25CL Entertainment has been around since 2010. And it's the most innovative site that we've ever had. We've been getting a lot of great reviews on it. People love it. And um, we're going to always be evolving and developing. But the main thing is it's for the independent artists. And we want the artists to be more engaged in what we're doing here. And we want the artists to get used to coming here and giving us information where they're going to be performing, something coming up with a new CD. The artists need to be uh, frequent uh, guests on all the shows. They need to be calling in on all the shows, talking about what they're doing. Hey, come download my CD or watch my movie here at T25CL. So, um, because when you become an artist with T25CL, you know, you register, but you know, don't sit back and think, you know, you're going to make a million dollars at the mailbox every month. And if you don't uh, get out here and do something, you're just going to be sitting on the site. But you have to be very proactive 
in your in your in your craft and what you do. Hmm. Okay. I you know I concur with that with Andre regarding that matter. I know that um, I've had a lot of people ask for my CD. Matter of fact, I just sold ten of them in one shot just this past week. <clears throat> but they want the actual CDs, you know. And um, but I still direct people to the website, and I'm getting out. But you know, the thing of it is, with my CD, um, my CD was out um, way before. Uh, you know, TQ5CL had this platform for independent artists when I came on board. And right now I'm working on my second. As a matter of fact, I've got a single that I'm going to be um, releasing, but uh, I'm working on my second album right now, which will be done soon as soon as I um, get in the studio finishing up what I have to do with mine. But um, I concur because I know that uh, another one of our independent artists, Doc Scratch, um, you know, he's he's been going through a little thing. You know, you know, sometimes artists go through the financial, you know, crisis sometimes trying to get their monies out there. But, you know, it's to direct people to the website to buy their, their product. Um, but now he has another CD that he wants to release and sign another contract for. So they're still working at it, you know. Um, it seems like a, a slow motion, but um, I think there will be a time when we, you know, we are our, our our websites is going to uh, blow up We're trying to, you know, handle all the orders for these CDs. Getting new material out there, um, updated material, updated photos and everything like that is um, is crucial. Yep, yep, yep. Because I always say, too, you've heard me say it many times, that when you sign with TT5CL, your work has just begun. And in all actuality, you just completed your first phase of writing, producing, and recording, mixing, mastering, and then packaging. Guess what? You're just halfway through with it. Now you've got to monetize your work. And nobody can monetize an artist's work but the actual artist will monetize it better. I mean, we can do what we do is hitting the the social media, sending out blasts, talking about it on the uh, commercials, on the radio, talking about it like we're doing right now on Galaxy Talk Radio. But the artists need to uh, call in to Barber Show, call in to your show, call in to Lorenzo's show, and just stick the head up, you know, like Little Turtle. Stick your head up the show. Hey, I'm here. Check my CD out. Let me know what's up. And then also... People can uh, do reviews on our website now as well. They can say, oh, yeah, I like that track, or I like that CD, great work, or say that you didn't like it, or something like that. And so the artists need to hear this stuff, the good and the bad about their work. I think we, um, I think we have a guest. Uh, let's see, is that Pastor Bob? Hello, and good evening to... Both of you. Hey, Brother Bob, how you doing, my brother? Just fine, just fine. I'm here too, Pastor Bob. This is Rosalind. Oh, how you doing, Sister Rosalind? How's things going? Fantastic. How about you? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm a 
I can't tell you how blessed I am. There's just no words to explain it. God's been good to me, and uh, I'm trying to stay on the right path. I love it. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Oh, who are you talking to, Barbara? Well, I was just telling I'm very sorry to interrupt, but he just oh. came on. So go ahead. No, no, that wasn't me. No, no, it's back to you now. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Bob, um, tell us a little bit about uh, Rosalind. Just to let you know, Rosalind was talking about the fact that she has her, uh, she's working on a new single, but her CD is uh, selling, you know, really well because people like to buy CDs opposed to download the music. She was talking about that. And then Andre was talking about the new website. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. But, Bob, uh, now I've seen that you had uh, uh, some magazine did a story on you. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, you know, after all of these years, I had one magazine uh, a few years ago had put us in their uh, Rhythm and Blues Hall of Fame out of, I think it was out of Utah. But uh-huh. uh, a gentleman saw the name of my group at one time, which was the El Domingos, and we were in the United States Air Force, and uh, I formed a group, the El Domingos. We rehearsed on Sunday because Sunday in Spanish is El Domingo, the Sunday. So I named the group that. And uh, this gentleman somehow was doing research on our group. I don't know how, and he found someone uh, who had my phone number. And called me, and he did a seven-page spread on this worldwide magazine called Echoes of the Past. And uh, he did a uh, seven-page seven spread on my uh, career in entertainment. And, That's uh, amazing. He said it was going into the uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Yep. All right, man. So I wish I, I do, you know, I, I brought tears to my eyes after all of these years because uh, many of the group, people in the groups I sing with are deceased. Mm. And they are not here to, to see this. But it's uh, three of us left. So, no, it's four of us left that have sang in the group. So I'm getting the magazines to them now. And uh, we are autographing it, uh, each uh, letter going back to a gentleman by the name of Steve Kahn in New York City, Manhattan, uh, showing him my gratitude. And then I'm going to try to get somebody. I have a case of uh, original records I have to pick up in in, uh, in uh, Fairfield, California, that I that has never been opened. The distributor, if you're talking about putting stuff out, uh, this gentleman was our, one of our distributors, and he didn't put the records out. He kept the case of records. And so he has a case of about 100 uh, records down there that have never been out the box. So I'm planning on getting that to make sure that this gentleman receives the autographed records from us. And they have been selling between three and 500 each. 
So uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to sell them. I think I'm just going to hold them, and I might, from time to time, give them to various people. So this is what has happened, and I'm getting ready to try to go back to the studio. And uh, I was offered a couple of gigs, but I, I believe I just turned it down because uh, I want to try to get some other things together. So, yeah, I mean, it's beautiful at my age. I'm 79 years old, and this is breaking for me. You know God is good. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congratulations, sir. Yes. Congratulations, brother. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And Lawrence, uh, Lawrence who sings with us, uh, uh, that's my bosom buddy. Uh, he just got out of the hospital, so I asked everybody to pray for him. He's a Vietnam vet. Uh, he caught Agent Orange. He got uh, uranium poisoning, mm. and uh, he he uh, he had a stroke. And lost wow. his voice, and then they just uh, he had cancer, and uh, they just cut part of his foot off. But he said he, he's a Christian. He said he had no pain before, and he had no pain after surgery. And I talked to him a couple of days ago. He said he still don't have no pain. He's up walking, and the cancer's gone. Beautiful. So. He was one of the guys that sang with me, and so I definitely want him to have this information because we have been bosom buddies for over 50 years, I guess. Well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, we're praying for him, bro. Yeah, do that, please. Praying for Lawrence. Yeah. Okay, we're going to shoot it back to you, Andre, so tell us what's, what's up and coming. Oh, boy. It's something coming. Um, first of all, I want, I want to talk about the uh, two record set. Then I'll talk about United We Stand, um, a, a project that we had started a few months ago uh, doing those two compilation CDs. And uh, we'll let Rosalyn talk about that, then I'll talk about United We Stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're we're um having first of all some phenomenal producers on these uh compilation CDs that we're putting together. Um that's going to be out um shortly. Let's just say shortly because you know when producing albums and music um it sometimes it just takes a while especially when you're using um you know other individuals when you start from scratch, I mean, from uh, getting the music together, charting the music, uh, writing the lyrics, um, it's quite a bit of work. Um, but we do have um, my songs along with uh, Charles Smalls and Miss um, Brenda Lee Ager, uh, who is going to be working with us on this album as well, um, who's you know, coming together and we're putting these songs together, uh, Ken Moore, and of course, uh, David Spratling, also producers, phenomenal producers who uh, who have been in the industry for a number of years. Um, they are assisting in um, writing the music, and then of course, I'm of course a songwriter as well. Uh, I'll be writing, you know, lyrics to a couple of these songs too. So we're going to be sitting down, putting these albums together. But you know, once they're out, oh my goodness, uh, already. I mean, the music that we have 
Um, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And we just look forward to getting these uh, CDs out pretty soon, very soon, matter of fact. Um, <clears throat> the producers, they always say, you know, hey, let's let's do this, let's do this. But we have T25CL, you know we're busy. We, we are busy. We are doing mm-hmm. so much. But the thing of it is, it's so great. I mean, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. You know, everything that we're doing. And, and to see the progress that we have made, you know, from from years to now, um, but with this compilation album, it'll just show the phenomenal talent that we have. You know, not only the singers, but also the producers and the writers. You know, who are writing these songs. So um, we're we're looking forward to you know these uh, compilation albums to be out shortly, very shortly. And so, as a matter of fact, we'll be uh, sitting down this week. Um, going over some more stuff, going over some more stuff, you know, getting the songs together. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And she is on it, too. I mean, we're doing so much stuff right now, and we're so scattered out throughout the state of California. And uh, But the end results, just as everybody can see, like with the website, you can see the results of things that we're doing. And with the compilation CDs, I just can't say enough thanks for Mr. David Spratling and Mr. Tim Moore for all of the help that they've done with us in building up these Galaxy shows that we've been doing and all the guests that they've been sending in and the work that they've been doing with us and especially with United We Stand. So definitely want to send out a, 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 an endeared gratitude and thanks to both of these gentlemen. And uh, their spirit is great, and their integrity is great, and, and their work is great as well. As a matter of fact, I just talked to Ken Moore just earlier today because, you know, he hits me up every time. And he says, hey, my, hey, my sister, where, where are we at business-wise? You know how you business-wise? Where are we at? Uh, when, when we're going to see my brother Andre, uh, we're going to see that. Uh, no, I had to confirm, hey, look, we're, we're going to have definitely have meetings. We definitely need to have you and David uh, coming together because, um, um, see, with Ken Moore, he's been singing with the Platters. And they've been on tour. Matter of fact, coming up March 28th, they're going to be in Hemet with the Five Tempting Men, Cleveland Jones, Black Men. So you know, I'm definitely going to that show. I told him, he says, you know, you got to come, you got to come. I says, hey, you know what? Just, just give me a ticket. Give me a ticket. I'm there. I'm there. I mean, we love it if all of us could show up, you know, at the doorstep yeah. and support, you know, our brothers. But uh, I am definitely going to be in the building. Definitely going to be in the building for this one because it's not far from me. It's not far. So, uh, yeah, so he's doing a lot of things, but he's still concerned about T25CL because he loves working with us. He loves, you know, the the, the camaraderie. He loves, you know, the just, you know, down-to-earth uh, type of dealings that, you know, dealing with us. That's, that's what we're all about, real people. So, uh, right. yeah. Let me ask you, um, Rosalind, is there, I know, uh, you know, I was just thinking that maybe it would be great if we had a way that, you know, if we all go ahead and, like you say, log on to the website, <coughs> and then we all have a way to update the calendar so that, like, I could look on the calendar 
and see what's going on in L.A. with whomever, and then I could plan to be there. You know, we could plan <clears throat> a little better if we know what's going on. Yeah, that yeah that would mean getting the itinerary of all our artists, which you know it shouldn't be too hard to do. Um, uh, cause maybe they're, if they maybe if they they're, they've got their calendars going, so right. Well, uh, maybe they should just upload it themselves if it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. The artists have got to shoot us the information. Yeah. Via email, then we put it into the calendar. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. If you have the artists start putting stuff into our calendar, the whole website might blow up. Okay. All right. Well, just a thought. But as of now, you know, I don't know of any, you know, I don't even know when you're performing next, Ross. You know, I can't make any plans, you know, because I don't know. We There's no, we don't know any artists mm-hmm. performing. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we're, um, well, I'm working on that right now. Um, but, yeah, yeah, well, let me see what we can do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's a good idea, though. That is a good idea, you know, let everyone know. I think that was an idea that we thought about a while back, wasn't it, Andre? You know, everybody oh, yeah. Your I yeah, mean, all so of that. Is, yeah, that, that was the, the plan. Uh, anything yeah. that we're doing now is for edification of the artists. But once again... The artist, the artist cannot be silenced. They have to keep us informed of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They need to even pick up the phone and, and dial into these shows. Mm-hmm. If you got a show coming up in a few weeks, you need to be on here talking your butt off. And here's how you get tickets. Here it comes from. You know, I'm just out hearing about this show right now and here. Just heard about it. I'm just not knowing about it. Yes. Yep. And I just heard that today too. And that's and that's um that's what I'm gonna be working on as well because well, you know, it's been just really crazy. I my schedule has been really crazy. It's um I am not crazy busy, I'm just stupid business because it doesn't I don't see where I'm finding the time, but I'm finding the time. Um, but I'm uh this this week's coming up is just um concentrating on T25CL and our artists and getting all, you know, everything, um, all our ducks lined up in a row uh, with, you know, with the um, aspects of the films that we're, you know, looking to do and then, you know, upcoming venues that we're, that I'm looking into as well. I just looked at uh, the Redondo Beach Performing Arts Theater. That's what we were talking about, Barbara? Yes, yes. It's a nice theater, but it looks like, it looks like, um, it's just for performing arts. I don't know if it's a place that, you know, you can go in there and uh, bring music, you know, because they ask for oh. auditions and that kind of good stuff, so. Okay. I just was wondering. Um, I'll I'll check it out later on. I was wondering if you'd been there. <clears throat> no, I've never, never been there. Uh, but it's a very nice thing. I, I looked at the, at least the stage. The stage doesn't look as big as the Warner Grand, but the seating is the same size as the Warner Grand. Well, what's the seating on it? Fourteen ninety-seven, the same as the Warner Grand. Fourteen ninety-seven, yeah. Oh, it's a big theater. Yeah, okay. but so is the Warner. Yeah, so is the Warner. Well, I had to ask about it because 
uh, the lady that I'm working with, Miss Keisha, she does her. Silence the noise, please. Uh oh. Um, okay, yeah, let's go, cheese. Okay. Uh, she 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 uh she does her uh the Miss California pageant in November there for two thousand and sixteen. Okay. And that's oh. in November, right around Thanksgiving. I don't have the exact date, but we will be in LA for that. And I'm hoping that you guys, you know, we, we need to make it a 225CL event. Coupled with, we're going to be doing our event, the Miss um, Black California Northern Region, in August. Right now we're trying to find a venue. We're trying to nail down a few things. But, Rosalind, I'm going to get to you. <clears throat> we're going to make sure you know the date so you can plan around it so you can make sure you're up here, you know, for the pageant. Okay. Yeah, and the event, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I did, uh, Bob, I did, uh, I went to uh, dinner the other night with a doctor friend of mine and his wife, and uh, actually, Andre, right after I left you, they hollered at me, and they were already in Oakland. They came from out of town, and they wanted to talk to me about my event. And so I went over and talked with them, and, uh, you know, we've been longtime friends. And so they're going to make a plea to someone over in one of the larger cities around here. I'll, I won't say all of it but because we're alive, but <clears throat> they're going to make sure that we have an opportunity to get a better, better prices on a better venue, but a nice venue. So I'm going to be working with another city to try to see if we can do it in another city that maybe will give us a little bit more Jews for what we're looking for. Well, you can work. You can work in another. You can work in some more cities around here. If you uh, one thing you would have to do. I tell you what. What what, I, what my group did when I was singer, we worked with the uh, we worked with the uh, police wives organization in Concord, California. Mm-hmm. And they got the entire auditorium of, uh, I think there's, what is that, Concord Junior College? Oh, you mean GVC? They got the entire auditorium for us down there. Right. And we, well, didn't, we didn't pay a dime for it. And what they did was they took 10% of the door. Mm-hmm. And then nobody fight or argue with them about it. And you have many organizations around here that might uh, get a place for you free uh, if you contact the uh, CEOs of those organizations and say, hey, we'll give you 10 or 15% of the door. Can you get the place for it? Because they do get places free. You know, so that's something else. That's something else to think about. In August, is just a jump away. Time is passing fast, and you know a lot of stuff would need to be wrapped up right now. Right, yeah, that's why you know I'm taking off. You know, after Tuesday, it'd be my last day, and then I'm going to be doing the pageant full time to get a few things nailed down. So as of about the second or third of April, I'll have a lot of stuff done. The website, I'll have 
you know, the ticket sales. I'll have the sponsor packages. You know, I'll have, um, you know, I'll have things uh, in place, the, the venue, and then we'll be able to build from there. Right now, currently, if you want to just tell somebody about it, it's in August, either the 16th or the 23rd, and it's at the Scottish Rite Temple. That's what's currently happening. So if you know of some young lady that's worthy, scholarship, you know, money, we're going to be given $2,500 scholarship. If she went to this California, she gets $5,000. Uh, we're looking for young ladies who are naturally born females. We're looking for ladies that have no children. We're looking for ladies that haven't been married. Uh, they are African-American descent and that are smart in college or graduated from college. The first group is 18 to 27, and the second group is 13 to 17. Let me ask you so something. Can they be, be African-American with a black daddy and a, and a white mama? Or can they be African-American with a, a black daddy and a Chinese mama? Or can they be well, African-American well, well, and a black daddy with a Spanish mama? Okay, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're not discriminating against... Okay, hello? But we're not discriminating against any mixture. You know, in this country, if you have 10% uh, of one drop rule is the one drop rule if you have any African-American... Um, I think you got a lot of noise in the background, Barbara. Someone no, I'm not like a train. No, I'm like yeah. a train thing Who's, who's got a train at the house? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> What's really going on? Who got the train? Okay. I know. What's really going on? <laughs> <laughs> so the way that, so the way, because y'all turn the train off. Okay. No. <laughs> but, but the bottom line is, is, you know, we have been excluded. Uh, our female beauty is set to a European standard, and we have been excluded from many of what is known for beautiful young women to be able to do. And what we want to do is take a pause, and we want to embrace and train our beautiful African-American young girls so that they not only are socially conscious, but they are well-spoken, they're poised, they have etiquette, and they can resent, they can represent excuse me, the rest of us, indeed, in, in, in their talent, in their interview, and if, in fact, they're on the newspapers or they're on a talk show, you know, we can all say this is a role model and she's setting the standard. You know, this pageant has been around since 1984, and um, the winner for Miss California goes on to Miss Black USA. So the only other pageant that's bigger than this is Miss Universe, and that's owned by Donald Trump. So we're not saying that you shouldn't aspire to be a Miss Universe or to be Miss Black, I mean, to be Miss USA. You can do that also. You will, what we're saying is, is if you join our pageant, we will train you so that when you're done, whether you win a crown or not, you'll be able to present yourself to an agency You'll be able to be a spokesmodel. You'll be able to be uh, present yourself and present your talent and uh, compete on any given level. 
And so we're embracing our young girls to give them an opportunity to learn so that they are entrusted with our heritage and with our issues. And um, so, so we want to, you know, I, I'm just here to say that I want to embrace as many brown skin and chocolate girls as I could possibly embrace. I really do. And the lighter girls, you know, that's okay too. We'll take them as well. But we really want our good girls who are doing well in school, who have a wonderful talent, who just need an opportunity, we want those girls to be empowered and we want the community to get behind them. Because once we start doing this annually, it's going to change the standard for our young black women. And uh, so, so, yeah, if they've got a Chinese mom and, they're, you know, no matter what you got, you still, if you, tend, if you got a drop, you're still black. But we are not going to be promoting girls that cannot speak for us. So that girl, uh, if she wants to come out for this, is going to have to understand socially, and she's going to have to be able to wear the crown of Miss Black California. And that means when she speaks about us, she's going to speak to the darkest in our shade with pride and to the lightest in our shade, and she's going to speak about our history, and she's going to do it eloquently, and she's going to wear that crown for a year, and we're going to send her to L.A. uh, down there by Lady Ross, and she's going to compete um, in Redondo Beach. And if she wins, then she goes on back east to really – navigate with some of those girls that are going to the black colleges and that are the Deltas and the sorority sisters down there in, in you know, because pageantry is big in the South. This is new for us on the West Coast. So, you know, um, I've got a lot of opposition about people saying that, you know, why can't it be women of color? Why can't it, why has it got to be black? You know, why does it, you know, it's not, I didn't create this. I just am licensed to execute it. And the bottom line is we haven't had something like this in 30 years in this area. And if we don't lift up our women and say this is the standard of excellence for what we have, then who will? Absolutely nobody. So it's time for us. This is how we create the change and the, and the new inertia in our community is by empowering these young people And then we're going to go one step further, and we're going to pick a woman of color to mentor them through the process. Okay. You know, I uh, that's a group that you should talk to around here if you can reach them. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Ward knows them down here or not. Mr. Ward, are you familiar with Bwapa? With who? Bwapa. Oh, yeah, the Black Women Organized for Political Progress. No, I'm not familiar with that. This is one of the biggest black groups in Northern California, and I'm proud to say that uh, the Mawapa women were the ones who helped me through college, and, uh, and I'm talking about when I was in my 30s, they helped me through college and uh, helped me go to Cal Berkeley and get out. And uh, they stayed with me all the way through college. And Bawapa, uh has a group of black women who are educated. 
and they actually take uh, the young women in the area uh, and give away scholarships and help these and help black young women. I think uh, you should try to find out on the internet maybe uh, where they're located and talk to them to present them uh, some type of program to see if they can help you. Uh, I'll tell you one more group. Uh, I'll try to contact for you myself, and I, I should have thought about that, was the uh, Eastern Star. Uh, right. The Eastern Star promotes uh, promotes young women, and uh, I'm very familiar with them since my mother was the uh, uh, the grand patron for the West Coast of the Eastern Star. And uh, she had a building uh, when she was uh, alive. Uh, she got the uh, funding for a uh, building over there on uh, McAllister and uh, Fillmore Street in San Francisco, which was the first senior citizen housing by blacks in the city. So I kind of have a contact if I go back to try to talk to them and see if I could reach the leader over there now, or the most worthy patron now, who I believe my mother trained, and see if Bawap, I mean, see if they, the Eastern Star, uh, might not have some people or might not be able to back you up. I think these are people that uh, you could really bring into fold with you if you could make a presentation to them and show them what you are doing, you know, uh, you don't have to be well. You know, here, here's in the group. This is I'm not to interrupt, but let me just tell you. This is why we're going. This is why I like to go with the uh, the Scottish Rite Temple because the Scottish Rite Temple is Mason, and the female portion of the Mason is the Eastern Star. So I know I'm, I'm a Mason. Well, that's what we would like to go with. Uh, that's, who we are, <laughs> that's who we are. That's who we were. Who we are courting right now. Uh, to try to get this done. And, but here's the bottom line. Anybody has the privilege to nominate a girl. All you got to do is send her my way, and then we'll be able to interview her and figure out her desires, talk to the parents, figure out their commitment, and then get her started in the training. There's a training process, there's a financial commitment, and then, you know, there's the competition. So we just need to get names not nominations of girls and uh, get started. We're ready. So it's it's a positive thing. There's nothing negative that can possibly come from this. You know, it's just going to advance our girls. And and at some point in time, we as successful black people or as just Betty, Joe, Jim, and Bob, if we want to see better, we got to do better. And we're the grown-ups. And this is why we have to train our children. We don't want to come across young people that don't know no better, that get themselves in these horrible situations for the sake of love, for the sake of being mickeyed. You know, so many young women now are getting mickeyed and being destroyed on social media and being, um, you know, our image is being um, prostituted, if you will. You know, we look so beautiful, but... You know, all of us on TV right now, we look crazy. We look absolutely like we're angry, like we are uh, neck snappers, finger poppers, 
uh, we wear, you know, I mean, we just look like we are so far from the sincerity and the spirituality that most black women I know carry. Do you not agree with what I'm saying, uh, Ms. Rosalyn? Are you there, Rosalyn? I'm here. I'm sorry. I was on the other side. Oh, no. But but would you not would you not agree that when you watch TV, I mean you don't see you, do you? No, I don't. No, but I mean, you know, you, it depends on the degree you're looking at. Because what's on the outside, of course, you want to look beautiful. You know, as black like women, we want to look beautiful. You know, be the best that we can. You know, look. But what's inside is what really counts. What is inside of you? That's How do right. you portray yourself? It ain't, you know, you can have your hair did, have your weave like Nia Long. She says, I won't go without my weave. But this girl's a beautiful girl. She's real. She's about, her, all about herself. She's about herself. She's portraying, this is who I am. A lot of, a lot of us black women, this is say, we say this is who we, we are. Um, people should love us whether we wear a weave or don't wear a weave. People should love us whether we wear makeup or don't wear makeup. Um, it's all about where your heart is coming from. Where you where are you coming from? A lot of women that we see on TV, of course, a lot of them are just you know made up Barbie dolls and and you know don't have an inkling as to what's going on. You know, and of course, um, even in the music industry, they go for that look. You know, all everything's hanging out every here and there. But then you have a lot of black women who are on there, look gorgeous, and they're real. So it's not so much about, you know, how you wear your hair, you know, or, you know, how you wear your makeup. You, you want to wear your clothes. You want to be presentable. You want to look like a woman, you know, of elegance, of stature, a woman who, you know, knows what she's about. And it, it starts with the heart. It, it really starts with the heart, you know. Where's your heart at, you know, what, what you're doing in your life. And so that is the main thing that I think when we talk about the young women that we're wanting to, you know, be that Miss Black America or, you know, even to just be a black woman, period, in this world, you know, <laughs> um, you, you know, speak from your heart. You know, what it says out of the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaks. So it's all from the heart. Portray yourself. Be beautiful. Be gorgeous. Do what you have to do. If the barn needs painting, paint it. But just go out there and be for real. That's the main thing. That That's just. You know, people can see through all that and tell if you're for real or not. You're well, correct. I, I, I agree with you, but I but I, I remember when I was brought up, I don't know about you, Andre, but I was brought up as one of five blacks in my entire academy. And every day I went to school, I had to be better. I had to think swifter. I had to be on top of it. I had to have my stuff done. I had to go through all these changes to present myself. And, you know, we come from a people that have had a plural existence, a plural consciousness. We are one way, and this is not unlike most minorities, that we have one culture, if you want to call it that, or one demeanor when we're at home and when we're with our friends and with our collective. And then we have another persona that is polished and that is front and center when we become professional or when we put ourselves in the public eye. And if I may say, what I meant 
when I said the weave. I don't care about how you fix your hair as long as you fix it. The bottom line that I'm talking about is being able to understand not only are you talented, not only are you beautiful, but you were emulated. And I think a lot of our girls have forgotten, you know, as black men don't want to date us, black men want to sleep with us but don't want to marry us, black men don't want to take care of us, you know, I mean, we feel devalued many times in our relationships and in our singleness. And so we have to come to the understanding that to be successful, you have to learn the plural role because that is the dynamic that we are best at. And once you learn that, what is appropriate in one world, in the white world, in, the, in their world, however that goes, once you learn etiquette, once you learn the sophistication, once you know what, what a good diamond is, this is what real women know, whether they're black, white, mm-hmm. Chinese, or anybody else. They yes, know this. Yes, And I and, think, and, you and, know, go ahead. And, and, and this is what our girls that are 19 and 20 that get independent of the parents that we've sheltered them and we've doted on them and we've given them the best education and we've given them the beautiful hairstyles and the, the keys to the car and they drive mommy's Mercedes. But if you ask them a question, they don't know none of that. And that's so not this true. Is, that's not, that's that's not, not true. Hold on. And so, hold on. And so this is how you get devalued. When you go to a restaurant and you don't know the etiquette, you don't, when you go to a five-star restaurant and you don't know how to get a waiter to pick up your plate. There's a signal that you give as a woman to get a waiter to come over and pick up your plate. If you don't know that signal, then you're not in control of your lifestyle. That's not and that's true. the bottom line. No, that's mm-hmm. not true. No, I don't, I don't, I don't agree, agree with that. I, I agree I don't, with that. No. I don't agree with that. I'm sorry. What, what, no. what do you think? Where you at, Andre? I'm right here. Now, what I'm hearing you say is you're trying to exude some type of body language. So let's just say, like you just said, in a restaurant, they give a certain language to a waiter, and if he doesn't come over and pick up your plate, you don't have control of your life? Is that what you're saying? let let, Let me put it to you like this. If right now, if I, in, if I invite you to go to the Metreon or, let's say, Mr. Chow's, and we're going to have dinner with Blair Underwood, let me, give you, let me tell you right now, straight up, I've been with a lot of us and a lot of them that don't know etiquette. Plain and simple, Amy Vanderbilt's way to die. I'm going to give you the clue right now. If you want your plate, picked up, your fork and your knife is at 10 and 4. That's a pickup. If you don't want your plate picked up and you want to excuse <laughs> yourself and go to the restroom and you want to come back and finish that stopping your biscuit or whatever you were doing, you put it in a cross. The knife and fork make an X on top of the plate. Now, if you are dating a man or you're out on a business engagement with an agent, and you don't know certain things like that, they will immediately know, oh, are there six forks here? 
Which one do I pick up? This is what I'm talking about. We have to embrace etiquette in order to allow our girls to be ladies. That's the difference between a woman and a lady. But oh, my, 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 that is not no no I don't care no I don't care there is no 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 you go no no you gonna listen you gonna listen to this point right here because I have been out with a lot of people a lot of people in high stature where you put a daggum fork is not what they're concerned about what they're concerned about is how you come across to them not how you go and charm a waiter or how you no that does not make a woman that does not make a lady I'm I'm sorry of course there is etiquette. There is all these prim and proper. How many millions, millions of black young women out there who do not know where to put a fork at? Of course, okay. it's good to show them. Wait, hold on. It's good to show them, let them know, you know, where this is, you know, how to do the etiquette. But when you talk about a woman and their womanhood because she doesn't know where to put a fork, I'm sorry, Ms. Barber, but I disagree. Totally. Okay. Yep. Okay. I, right. I, 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 I heard what you had to say. Now let me tell hey, you. The etiquette part, okay, does not come from the black community. The etiquette part comes from what you talk about all the time, and that is the white community. Exactly. And you always say the white community is doing that, and the blacks should be able to do this. Well, all of that etiquette and all of that fork and all of that bound and all of that cursiving and all of this, that didn't come from the black community. That is not from the black community at all. And wait a minute, I want to finish. I want to finish one thing. Finish one thing. I'm going to tell you right now. My wife is Dr. Valerie Brown Trout. She's both a woman and a lady and a chef and a teacher, and I dare anybody not call my wife a woman or a lady. Okay. She don't care less about a car except to eat with it. Listen, hold on one second. Hold on. Don't take none of this personal. Yes, it is. Oh, no, no. No, 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 don't take nothing personal. You're talking about it, but you're talking about black women, Barbara. You're talking about the black women. No, no, no. You still not listening. Hold on one second. Do you know that I have been paid to teach people from Norway, from Spain? Okay, here we go. You're going outside the black community now. Hold on. To to, to learn the etiquette and the rules and the uh, culture of the United States by the consulate of these various countries, those three that I just told you. Now, what I'm saying by that is, okay, understand that there is an upper echelon to everything in the world, whether it be black, whether it be white, whether it be yellow. And understand that when we, us young ladies, Back in the day, in the 70s, all of us went to what was called a finishing school, where you learned how to walk, 
where you learn how to do the quarter turn, where you learn how to dine, where you learn how to travel, where you learn how much to tip. I mean, we all went to this type of finishing school. And then in the 80s, us finished ladies no longer finished our girls. And in the 90s, it was this move of kind of you do kind of what you want, be who you want to be kind of thing. But the bottom line is, is that this is the level of excellence that our girls should know. I don't think so. You you no. know these things, and that's no. I don't finish. think so. No, I, I totally agree. It's more important well, okay, to than knowing how to put a clock on the table. Come on. Do you guys yeah, know because what, what is a debutante? No. No. Do you know what a debutante is? What you're trying to say is, you know, you're you're taking our our black girls and you take them out of their culture as a black woman. And you're you're saying put him into the white world so so that she can put into the white world. That's no, that's I, I didn't point. say about the white world. What I said was, what I said was, is that it's the same training that you get when you become a debutante. There's several groups. There's the Lynx. There's Jack and Jill. These are all black groups that do this. There's one chapter here in Oakland. They got a couple in L.A. And basically, what they do is they're trained the gentlemen how to date a lady what to wear, when to wear it, and they train the ladies how to dress, how to speak, how to address people, how to introduce themselves. I mean, you know, there's books on this. <laughs> this is our culture. The U.S. American culture. This is our culture. It's not you got a subculture, culture. too. We have a what? Yeah. You have a subculture. Well, we have and that subculture sub is a black culture, and that subculture that which is a black culture has uh, 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 amazed the entire world. That subculture has both male and female. They're doctors, they're lawyers, they're nurses, they're real estate people, and neither one of them know how to make a cross on a knife. But they know how oh, to. Don't you, don't, don't they, you they know how to write a check. Don't. They know how to write a check in the bank. Because no, I know no, many of them. Bob, don't believe that. That's not true. It is That's true. That's not true. You get in a circle of people who have had etiquette training, and you're going to see what I'm talking about. I can take you okay, to some millionaires. I can take you to some millionaires that they won't give me no that. money. They won't give me no yeah. money, but I can. Their daughters. And their sons, I know, and they're back up in college. They never went to any etiquette school. Their mama was telling them, I got a business waiting on you when you get back and uh, go up there, get your degree, and come on back home and join this business. I know quite a few of them up in the hills like that. But, you know, I'm not okay. knocking it. The first thing to do is Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it.
could not be denied. And at well, some you know. time, our <laughs> humans have got to go back to that. We cannot just say anything goes and keep it going. Because when you say go? anything goes, that's what's <laughs> happening to us. You don't agree with me, Roslyn? How how are you gonna go back on something when you when when, when and, and I'm not I, I I'm you know I'm a former hairstylist myself okay if I had to do weaves I could probably go do weaves I'm pretty good with hair still at my age if I want to but I've also, I've noticed that we are wearing weaves and everything and I'm noticing more and more bald headed black women wearing weaves I'm sorry to say it but the weave does take the hair out. And uh, more and more women are losing their hair. The most beautiful thing I saw was when my wife and my daughter, which is walking around now, with natural hair sticking up on top of their head, and they can do what they, and it's getting just as long and beautiful. And the man is making the money off of us while we're trying to look cute. Like you say, the white folks have long black Weed hair or look like the Africans who grow their hair. Like when I was in Africa, there wasn't no weeds. These people had long hair that they had grown for years <clears throat> and, and braided and everything. So you see, you, you, you're mixing, trying to mix up all the culture situations together. So what we have to do is let the black people have pride within themselves with what they got. And don't try to imitate nobody. See, imitation horses have been destructive. It's been destructive in one way. But I learned something from a white guy one time. If you want to call him white, he was a Jewish guy that I worked for in San Francisco who was an import-export person, and I handled his warehouse. He told me, Bob, he says, let me tell you something, son. If you want to learn about the system, he says, get in the middle of the system. You have to find out what they do to find out what you're going to do. That's the bottom line, if you want to get in the system. Treat the young girls right. Let the young girls have pride in themselves, but don't try to take them up to the Waldorf Astoria, sit them down and say, hey, baby, uh, make, make, you, make you fork this way and make you something this way because them people want that check when you leave. When you get that PR Cardane <laughs> champagne, they want that $1,000 a bottle, and they could care if you eat barbecue with a toothpick, okay? <laughs> and the waiter wants to do it. Let me ask you this, Pastor Bob, because um, when you talk about the weave of taking your hair out, you know, my hair has grown past my shoulder blades. Because of the fact that my hairstylist knew how to put my weave in where my hair actually grew. So it's not always, you know, um, it, that all the weaves take your hair out. I don't know, I don't know how long it's been since you uh, even, you know, actually did that. But the fact of the matter, it depends on the hairstylist. I love putting in weave, it, weaves in my hair because it gives my hair um, a rest from all the combing and the styling and, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but once again, it goes back to whatever is on the outside. If a woman wants to do that, let her do that. I'm, yeah, it's let her do it. All what comes from the heart. All what comes from the heart. It's what makes that woman, you know? It's what makes that woman. So, hey, let her do it. Girl, if you want to wait. 
Girl, if you want to weave, you get your weave. If that's what you want. But you let your heart be true. That's that's the bottom line right there. Okay. Can I I, I, I get a moment, Bob? Can I get a moment? No. You can't get a moment. Just a moment. Just a moment. Because this is really serious. This is really serious. You're making a joke of this. And I'm telling you something I've made a living on. Okay. Okay. Now, Rosalind, Rosalind, excuse me. This is for you. This is for you. Okay. This is in, I just Googled. Okay, the Bel Air, okay, now we both from L.A., the Bel Air Cotillion at the Lux. You know the Lux in Beverly Hills, that restaurant that's all white? They got a couple exclusive Lux hotels, and they got a couple Lux restaurants. Well, they got one on uh, Rodeo Drive. It's all white, and you can see the people sitting on chairs when you walk up, but you have to call for reservation. Okay. I'm just going to read this to you. Accepting enrollment now for the 15-16 year cotillion season. Here's the Los Angeles Bel Air Cotillion Club. And what they do is they take 15, 5th and 6th grade, 7th and 8th grade, they take high schoolers and they take them into this training to learn how to dine. It offers uh, dining classes, manners classes, it, introduction, formal introduction classes. I'm trying to tell you yeah. that this is what people are doing, that our girls are missing. So this is why we want to take a moment and give this to them so if they get invited to the White House, if I mean, who knows how to ballroom them? Can anybody do that? Our girls can't do that. Yeah, my daddy well, taught me well, how to ballroom dance. My daddy taught me how to ballroom dance, and I didn't go to well, no my, But well, I mean, I, the thing. I, I, I went to school. I went to a finishing school, and these are some of the things that you learn. And uh, you just learn theme parties. You learn how to have a dinner and a dance. You learn social skills, set table. I mean, this is just the beginning of it. But, Lady Roz, you and I both know that as women, you know, we can't just decide, well, I'm going to wear this today because it's cute. You know, we got to know what to wear for what occasion. If it's a party, starts at 4.30, you wear oh, this. After 5, you wear that. I mean, this is what our girls are missing. You know, so I, this, is what, this is what they need to know in order to be that, let, let, me, let me put it to you like this, in order to be that distinguished lady. That's what I mean. Okay. Well, um, I know my my mother. I I grew up in um, um, uh, a family that my father was an accomplished musician. My mother had her own modeling agency, and I modeled the runway for several years. And she taught us how to walk. She taught us how to strut. She taught us how to dress. Um, she taught us a lot of things. Some talking about the modeling agency and. and and portraying, like you say, when you, you want to plan your outfit or know what you're wanting to wear ahead of time. But still, Barbara, I did not go to no etiquette school. I didn't go to a finishing school. There's a lot no. of young women out there who are learning without having to go to these finishing schools. They don't have all the money and all this kind of stuff to go to no finishing school. But there are a lot of, I've met a number of young black women who are very, very, um, um, you know, you know, and are very knowledgeable 
Um, you know, they're they're very what's the word? You know. But the thing well, is well, well, so you're you're I, 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 under, you're, I understand you're I understand what you're saying that we can happen up on this. I understand that because we're all intelligent and we all learn to adapt and we learn to pick up things that feel good and look good and get, we I mean we're all that's what we do. We live in a pluralistic life in this society. So we have to look at ourselves and see how other people are seeing us in order to find you. I get that. But what I'm telling you is no matter how I got it, no matter how you got it, them 19, them 17, them 15, them 13 ain't got it. And if we don't stop and turn back and grab them and give it to them, we're going to have the same problems with this next generation that we've had with this generation that is 19 to 30. And let me tell you another thing. Once our ladies raise their standards to what they will accept from men, then men are going to change because they can't get a good-looking lady because they don't know how to speak to her, they don't know how to take her out, they don't know how to dine, wine and dine her. I mean, how many of our young girls are getting wine and dine? They're not even getting, you know, Rob, we've had that. How many young men are not getting wined and dying? Hey, come what on. I don't, I don't care. That's, yeah. not, that's not my job to wine and dine a man. What are you talking oh. about? No, I'm not. Men Hell need to no. learn. That is not too. my job. I'm sorry. That is not my job. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Men don't know what to do with women. That's our Women problem. don't know what to do with men. Give me a break. I'm 79 years old. I know what to do with them. <laughs> I think it works both ways because, you know, um, you know, Barbara, we could take this back, you know, back in the day when, you know, men would open the door and pull out the chair and, you know, and, and, and all the, you know, niceties. Um, but a lot of this has to do with women's liberal, the feminist movement and all those kind of things that has turned men off trying to be um, that, you know, being chivalrous or, you know, doing those things for women because a lot of women have turned them off from that. I mean, you, you talk right. about generation to generation, um, <laughs> there are a lot of women who have you know, women, you know, with this movement, you know, and being, you know, free women, I am woman, hear me roar kind of stuff has really turned off a lot of men from even doing that. I love it. I, man, please open my chair. Well, well, let's, let's, um, let's, let's, please, let's, you know, pull out my chair. But there, there's a lot, a lot, got to think about it. Just think about it, okay? Uh, a lot of women have turned men off from even being that way. It would okay, be nice to have it again because there are still a lot of men who still do it. Um, let me, let me tell you, I mean, let me even men will take you walking across the street, you know. Um, why? You know why they don't do it? Come on now. Let me tell you why they don't do it. Because I don't know one black woman that then raised her hand up and said, oh, my goodness, let me roar, let me work for myself, let me pay all the bills, let me be free. We've been pulling the cart so long, we ain't got our fist up for the women's movement. That's a white woman. 
Okay, let me tell you what's really happening. Oh, the bottom line is our kids don't do it. Our men don't do it until they get There's a CEO out there. Uh, yes, yeah, Andre. 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 <laughs> and I, I kind of believe in the old-fashioned kind of way that the, the man works real hard to try to raise his wife and family and stuff, and, and a woman perfected the art of, of, of being very domesticated. And the yeah. best food, I don't care, he can take up on top of whatever hill and Beverly Hills, Mount Hill, whatever, but when you got a black woman that, that really puts some love into that kitchen, it can make some of that good home cooked food. It's way better than a two hundred dollar bowl of turtle soup. Any <laughs> day. Any day. And, and, and then when a, when a brother gets a taste of that good home cooking, it's just everything else comes right into play. You'll have the best man that you'll ever have. But that gunnit, when a brother's got to take you up on the top of a hill somewhere on the 40th level and a butler serving, and you got to know which color fork to use, <laughs> and next month your credit card Amen. will come out $497 and went down the toilet six hours later. Come on, man. <laughs> We got to get back to the old time religion. It, it, you know, we it's got to build from within, from both sides, the man and the woman. Yeah, the man does not have to spend two weeks' pay on a dinner just to prove that he's he's worthy of the task. Yes. Okay. Now, now, the oh, brother's got to oh, take oh. care of, of business for sure, treat the woman with dignity, pride, respect. But in return, especially nowadays, not too many brothers, unless he's some movie star or, or, or an athlete or, or whatever, got lucky somewhere, can do those sort of things. But the average hard-working brother, you know, he'll, he'll take a woman out, but, you know, it's, you might be going down to Mojo's Barbecue or, or wherever, even the Plastic Four, whatever. Uh, it, you know, uh, if okay. you get out, you, you get out. If it's a nice, sunshiny day, you hop in your car, you go drive away, you sit by the water, then, then you do it and have a great time. All the formalities and stuff, um, I don't, I don't know about all that. Like I said, oh, okay. I'm just I, 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 I totally hear you. I, I totally hear you, Andre. I mm-hmm. totally hear you, Rosalind. Yes, ma'am. Lady, Lady Ros, let me redefine what those two gentlemen are saying. What they're saying is that you, not me, not you as a person. Let's talk about the fit daughter that we have, okay? This, let's call her um, Eleanor 
what they're saying is that Eleanor, who we've sent private school, because these are the girls we're talking about. We put, we put her through private school. She's um, gone on. She got, she's got a 3.5 GPA. She plays basketball. She's got a scholarship. She's going four years to UC Irvine. She's got a beautiful singing voice. She's a little sheltered because we've taken her to church and everything. Now we're going to invest $70,000 in her education in UC Irvine. When she comes back, she wants to go to grad school at UC Berkeley to put a little extra on it. So now she's 25 years old. You need to tell me this girl, our little Eleanor, that we've invested all of this is going to go out with a man that has to use his paycheck for two weeks to take her out to one dinner once a month because he's got to pay his other bills. And then, oh, wait a minute, hold on. And then you mean to tell me that for the other 15 days, she better be learning how to cook? <laughs> wait, let me, let me put this in proper perspective. No, uh, no, no, no. Look, that ain't happening. Please do that to her. Barbara McGee, my, my dear friend, my dear sister, I would rather... Because all he heard all the work that Ralph has been doing early in the beginning of the show and things that she's doing and stuff. Believe you me, if I got blessed, for which I might be getting blessed here in the near future, I would take her down to a car dealership and buy her a new car before I go out and spend four hundred dollars on the damn dinner. I, I would. I'd rather write out a thirty or forty thousand dollar check on a car than the four hundred dollars on the dinner. Well, let me, let me stop right there and let you know that young men, even the ones that play basketball, are less likely to do any of that because they haven't been trained. And they haven't been given the opportunity to understand what it is when you have privilege, what it is when you're on an upper echelon. They don't know. So this is why we see all this ridiculous stuff in the news media. This is why we see these young girls. They're so beautiful. They went to college. And then what happens? They, get, they, they go off with a, a basketball player? No, 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 no. We want but, 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 you what, is, what is wrong is with you tonight? <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh I don't know what world you live in. Oh my gosh. You got, you got, you got. What world are you living in? But my son is a, a, a big college basketball player. He got married, have a nice family. His kids are geniuses. And he spent his time going to college. And we have other kids that we know. I'm, I could name you dozens of young men here that I used to cut their hair and still know them that went to college. They fought hard to get their master's degree. And some of them got their doctor's degree just like them girls did. What are you talking about? To go get a degree in college, you have to be able to stay there and spend the money just like the other people spend the money. So are you saying that uh, if a guy doesn't uh, go to college and the girl goes to college and gets out, that she is better than he? Is this what you're saying? Because they both fight fight for an education. Okay, they both fight for an education. Come on. Okay, what, what, I want to say it comes from the inside out, not from the outside in. So it okay, doesn't make any difference. Wait a minute. The old scientific thing says that what? 
likes do what? And those that unlike do what? Attract. So basketball players might attract a female lawyer. Or a female lawyer might attract a person who works on a ship dock. Yes. Okay? Okay, so let, me, let, me, let me stop you right here, the people with all the education attract each other. Come on. You've you got to listen to what I'm talking about. I'm going to have to give you some pills. Now, so. there are certain... <laughs> there, are, there are certain... You, you, okay, well, it's funny. Okay, well, I think i got to study because, but, look, I'm trying to get a doctor, so i got to go. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm trying to get one myself. <laughs> you, got, you got that right. But you know, but you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it, it is Don't great to agree to disagree. Absolutely. But let me just stop you right here, since ain't nobody talking. Let me get this out. So I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked to two kids tonight. Well, oh, earlier this evening, two kids. One of them is 15, white kid. One 15. Another one was nine. They go to a school called Head Royce. I was in San Ramon. They go to a school called Head Royce. When I was talking to them, they were very intelligent. They were very sharp. And I asked them, I said, well, gee, what school are you going to go to? I mean, what are your plans? And they looked me straight in the eye, and they said, I'm on target for Stanford. Nine years old, the other one was 13 or 14. I'm on target for Stanford. My point that I'm making is, is you have all these people out here in the world, all these people out in here in the world. I heard you say something very, very specific. You said there was an organization that grabbed you and helped you get through college at Berkeley. That's right. Okay, so what I'm telling you, is in order to help our kids get to the next, excuse me, to the next level, we're going to have to incorporate the deltas, the omegas, the successful black women who are making two hundred thousand dollars a year. We're going to have to get them to bring some of our young girls who might have it and who might not have it in their own home, but to give them that same finishing, that same education, that same etiquette, so that they can understand how to manipulate this for their own personal success. We cannot stand back as a people and allow the Chinese to advance, the Hispanics to advance, everybody else advance and take our place because we refuse to advance our own young people who need that same help that you got. When I got hired at BART, I got hired at BART not because of my ability, not because I filled out the application with 5,000 other people. I got hired at BART because a black man and a black woman reached out and grabbed my hand and pulled me up past everybody else. What to do in my own home taught me how to speak to the people, taught me how to go to the board and have a board-certified interview with BART, and I got the job, and I went through the six-month training, and guess what? I graduated the highest female, youngest woman to ever drive the BART car. 
I did not do that by myself. Who raped? That's what I'm talking about. No, it's but got, see, that's we got we you, got we, you, we can't we gotta stop man. it's okay how we are. Because it is look, look, I'm gonna it tell you let me tell you hey, no 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 you can't get away with that. You can't get away with that. I'm gonna tell you something quick. You will not get away with that. Because you you're talking about the life you have lived and the life you've had and what you did. The issue is this everybody can't do what you do and everybody's not in your mode. There's a lady around here that I know personally, my wife knows personally, she worked with them. Neither one of them had a degree, but both of them was in a program that was started. My wife had took it over, and that lady didn't go to no finishing school, and she can walk in and talk to the president when she gets ready, and her name is Barbara Lee, and Barbara Lee is in business and on top of it, got a master's degree, and went on raising two kids who are very sharp. She's very sharp. She knew what she wanted to do, where she was going. And just like me, somebody reached in and pulled her up and helped her. Okay, so the issue is there are people out there, there are people out there that will help each other, but we got to try to put other people in a box because we were in a box one time. We got to stop trying to do that. And, you know, you did have all this schooling. You went to all them finishing school. You went to school with all these white folks and all that. I went to school with black people. was told I never would go to college, and I went because of I met some people who were willing to help me not walk or talk or dress pretty, but they wanted me to have an education and make a good living in case I got married and had a wife of which I did, okay? So it's more important that we teach love and understanding to our young people to to show them that we are in their corner and that we have made mistakes, but they can excel. This is more important than anything else. And whether or not we can put God in their lives on top of that, which helps a lot. Now, I believe this is the way that we can go to the community. I'm doing it, you know, talking to the kids on the street, talking to the young girls on the street, telling them not to, I'll tell them not to go with no barbs with their pants hanging down. Well, I asked them, why would you want to go I said, why would you want to bar with the pants hanging down? And uh, he can't get a job, but this is your bar friend, but you got to buy him coffee. Mm. I tell them that at the McDonald's where they hang out or any place, they look at me like I'm crazy. But I tell them, I tell the boy, you respect that black woman. That's what you do. I say, she's a black woman. Respect her. This is what we need. All that other stuff is rigmarole. And like you said, it's white folk stuff. It ain't black folk stuff. We ain't raising the child like it's in the village. We're talking about him getting the... The Mercedes and the Lexus and the Rolls Royce and being on top of the mark and wearing furs and Nordstrom's and all that mess. J.C. Penney's is good enough. Don't nobody know the difference. But it's what people want to do and perceive themselves as being and having stuff to be the best. We just need some love for these kids and show them. You want to visit Miss Black America? Oh, yeah. Go down here to West Oakland. Go to North Oakland 
and pull some of them girls out in high school and bring them in and say, I want y'all to walk across the stage dressed up because you're going to be Miss America. And you know what? You'll have some girls that will be awesome. Yeah. But they won't yeah. have no money to pay you. But they'll be awesome. They'll be talented. They'll be straight-A students. Oh, yeah, and the climbers and Castle Mountain, the Skyline, got black ladies with top uh, with top braids and everything. No, they can't eat with the right fork. They eat with their fingers and wipe their hands with a napkin when they eat chicken. But guess what? They're on the top. They're on the top of the grades, and they got good grades. I can show you some that's got straight A's. Yeah. Play music good. Know how to walk and talk. Okay. And ain't gonna let nobody take them for a sucker. Mm-hmm. They're out there. They're out there in the masses. And we have to go out and find them and look for them like that. If I had the money for a contest, I said, "Come on, come all. You." Big, tall, or small, plus size or whatever. Come on. Don't yeah. be trying to scream nobody down and look like Miss America because that's what it's yeah. all about. Come on, baby. If you weigh 300 pounds, you're going to look just as good as the one over there that's walking around weighing 105. You yeah. can dress in your Stick, gown. Stick my down. You can be, you know, you can be this black America, too. That's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. But that ain't me. I ain't got the money. <laughs> and that's what it is. Lot of these badges, they just they, they put them in a mold. They have to fit in this mold. Well, that's right. It's not fitting in a mold. What it, what it actually is, is it's taking young women and making them aware of their potential and their possibilities. It's no yeah, different but Barbara, than... I have no different than... I have not seen a a a a a um a a, a thick young Miss Black America. I have not no, even seen you're, you're a not thick gonna see it young Miss America. And let me tell you why you're not. Or and let me tell you why. They're all what, tall, thin, with curvy shapes, you know. And 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 this is what they're calling our Miss America. This is what they're calling our Miss Universe. This is what they're calling right. you know, whatever. Well, well, you know, okay. when there are so, so many black, is, beautiful black women out there who are. Thick madams, we call them thick madams. You know, that's what you know Monique would call them. Thick right, madams. exactly, exactly. We saw a movie but, but, about thick madams. Even my my friend in 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 Atlanta, Georgia, Capricia Miller, her organization is just for thick women who are plus sizes, two hundred right. pounds and there are So well, those and, are beautiful black women, and, and there are. But you're not, but you're not going to put them on a stage, are you? You're not going to put them on a stage because they don't. Hit the mold of Miss Black America because you're okay, looking me, for things for black women. Right here. Let me stop you right here. Okay, <laughs> what we're going for, what we're going for, is a young lady who's going to be a spokesperson, who's going to also get a modeling contract. Exactly. We cannot. We cannot. have someone who is not ready to work. And let's be honest about all of this. I was a plus size model for seven seasons. There is but no. But were you not ready to work? Though? Were you not ready to work? What? Were you not ready to work? Well, there were certain jobs that an agency will give you, exactly. but there are certain things that you can't have. You, you, there's no. You're not going to be plus size and be a news reporter. That's not going to happen. 
You're not going to be plus size, and you're not going to be the next spokesperson. Exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I don't make the rules, but there are rules. And and what happens is there are certain <laughs> girls, pageants, unfortunately, pageants fit the mold for a certain girl. It's not for everybody, but it's for everybody to support our girl to get her as far as we can get her, just like they support their goals that fit their mold. That's what I'm talking about. The bottom line with all the moles is money. That's what That's I'm talking about. That's the bottom line with all the moles is money. But 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 you know what? If we want to if we want to if we want to if we if we don't see eye to eye, it's okay. And come one, come all is my motto for anybody that wants to receive training and guidance on how to be a better self. That's all it is. And well, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there with you anyway. Okay, I'm gonna be there with you anyway. Whoever wins the pageant is gonna win <laughs> so much more because we're gonna push her all the way to the top. But the bottom line is, everybody that participates will walk away with self-esteem, guidance, and spiritual uh, nurturing because that's what we're gonna do. But the bottom line is, we have a we have just like Ebony Fashion Fair, we have a set standard for what is considered to be indicative of what represents us. And they have to be healthy. They're not in swimsuits. We don't put them in swimsuits like Miss Universe so that the girl with the best curve, but it ha- but they got to have a certain GPA and they must have a talent. So it's very simple. Everybody's not going to fit in that mold. Everybody can't sing like you, Lady Rod. you got a beautiful voice. I can't sing. You know what I'm saying? But I play the piano, you know, so you got to work on your talent, you got to work on your grace, and you got to ask for some mercy. And if you're lucky enough, if you're blessed enough, we're picking four girls. We ain't picking one. We're picking four. We're going to send them down to Los Angeles with our blessing, and we're going to go down there with them, and we're going to support them. But the bottom line is we can sit and talk all day, but if we don't do something with these young people to make them see that there's a, there's that we can do better and be better. If we don't start that, they're going to kill themselves. And the now innocent, and the innocent uh-huh. girl, the innocent girl. I was just with a thousand mothers yesterday. Andre, you know that I do this twice a month. I be with a thousand mothers with their kids that then got shot in Oakland. I hosted at my church, and I sit there with them and hold their hands and cry. And the bottom line is, is if we don't take each one of these kids by the hand and try to show them how to appreciate themselves and how to do better and be there, how are they going to influence their friends and their family? How are they going to create an inertia to stop the violence? That I agree with you. I agree with you on that one. The first thing you need to do is like uh, little Jimmy McCoy with the passion been trying to do for years, and that is reach the parents. Reach the parents of the children. If you can't reach the parents of the children so that they can control the children, try to give the children some type of education, you got a problem. And you got a problem with some of them who could win your contest and wound up being 
just like uh, uh, Bernie and Clyde, okay, and win that money and that scholarship and run. So the whole deal is uh, you don't know what the you don't know what the mind is and what the tongue is. You only know what we think we're gonna do. And I appreciate that. I, I appreciate what you. Are, I've always appreciated what you were doing because you got so much to so much to say. And, and and so much to try to accomplish and aid and help people. So I don't knock you for that. But we got to think about what we are going to do with our kids, and we got to think about what we're going to do with the black kids, okay? You've got to think about what you're going to do with these black kids and help them beyond these particular things like you're talking about. And I love you. I'm glad that you're trying to do something. Uh, but we got to begin to get our kids out of the box. We're going to have to do that. And the way we do it is we try to get to the parents. And if we can't get to the parents, we got a problem. Because that's where the problem lies to start, is at home. And then the street takes over. But if you can't keep them out the street from the top, the street got them anyway. So you got to get to the parents somehow. All over, I think that's I think that's to solve the problem. One of the problems, anyway, not all of them. All right, you got something to say, Andre? Well, everybody has an opinion, of course, and everybody's entitled to it. But you know what? We learn from one another. And some things that every all of us have said something for what we believe in. But you know what? The people that are listening to this call, they'll take something from every last one of us and say, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. I'll do that. Some of that other stuff, that's not for me. But and that's okay. So it's 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 not a matter of right or wrong, just throw it out there and then somebody's gonna pick something up. Uh, from what was said tonight, and they're going to run with it. I mean, that happens to all of us in discussion. And especially with me, talking to all these lawyers and stuff for the past few years, a lot of, a lot of stuff I've listened to, but maybe 10% of it, I'll take it and run with it. And the rest of it, you just got to let it go. All right, y'all. Well, hey, we love you, Miss Barbara. We love you. <laughs> hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. I, hey, I can't help myself because, you know, I was talking to somebody today, and this was in closing. I was talking about somebody to, talking to somebody today, and I remember when I sued Macy's Cosmetics, I mean the the, the cosmetics department. I sued them, and I sued them because. They didn't treat, and never mind about the fact that I was getting treated all right, but they didn't treat black people right. And they didn't care about us shopping in their store. They didn't care about us uh, patronizing them and spending all our paychecks. They didn't care about us um, uh, uh, coming in there and shopping. And, um, and they let us know. And I remember I worked for the number one 
black cosmetic line when this happened. And I remember I was the number one counter. I sold more than Fox Hills Mall down there in Los Angeles. And I remember one day watching white people mock fashion fair as if it was a joke. And I had a pink smock that I had to wear. And I remember thinking to myself how humiliated I was. And I called back to Chicago and I told them, look, they're making fun of you guys. They're gonna make, they think we're a joke. Oh, my goodness. Why don't you stand up? You know what they told me? They told me, you're going to have to stand up because we can't stand up. Because if we create an inertia with Macy's, then we won't have no place to sell our cosmetics on the West Coast. And you, know, and you know what I did? The very next day, I showed up at work with my black panther hat on, my black leather jacket, and my black outfit. And to this day, and they wrote me up every single day now, mind you, for being out of my uniform, and I sued them. And to this day, in San Francisco, Los Angeles, all over, every MAC cosmetic, every, uh, every cosmetic brand wears black right now as the signature color for what you should be wearing when you're in the cosmetics department. I single-handedly started that because I refused to wear my smock because they thought it was a joke. Right now, we as black people, people are laughing at us because we are out of control. We don't control our image on television. We don't control positive music that we feed our kids. We don't control anything that's really going down with us. And until we decide to take the control back, we're going to be the laughing stock and it's going to be the end of our race. And it starts with these kids that are 9, 10, 12, 13, 19, 25. And that's exactly what I say about it. It's got to happen. And if we, when we decide to make that decision and we each one of us, whether we got kids or not, adopt another one, that is going to be the time that we are going to be able to say, hey, you guys, we are getting ourselves back. Well, we've got the same amount of representation in the Senate and in the Assembly as the Chinese, as the Hispanics, then we have a voice. But right now, we don't have anybody that's even qualified or has the financial funding to run. And that's why we don't have a voice. And soon, in Oakland, we don't even – I was looking at Oakland Friday. We have lost half the businesses on Grand. Hamburger is $15. You can't even buy a $4 hamburger. I mean, I don't know what to say, but we got to start somewhere. And I'm just challenging people to start with our young people. That's all I got to say. Well, the only way the way you do that again is like you meet with the mothers. 
okay, meet with some parents. And the parents are now coming up within the last 25 or 30 years. Those parents have been listening to all this rock mess and all this uh, uh, hip-hop stuff and uh, following that trend. So if you got some parents who grew up with that, following that trend, their children don't follow the same trend because their parents is going to treat them that way. So you have to reach the parents. Now, as a former school teacher myself for a couple of years in the school in Richmond, I found out it was difficult to talk to the parents. Many of them couldn't do fifth grade work. They didn't know a noun from a verb, from an adjective, from a proverb, or nothing. They didn't know anything when you talked to them. And so if you got an uneducated parent with a child, that child's in trouble off the top if that parent don't go to try to seek some help. And so what you do, you do have a generation that might come up under the hip-hop regime that that's all they know because that's all their parents knew. So somehow you got to get the parents to educate the parents to get the kids educated. Now you can make a change. That's what you have to do. It ain't all all this black stuff we're talking about and this black pride and all that. Get some black education for real. And have some doctors coming in, some lawyers and some different things and some technicians and everything to come in. And this is what we have to do. I don't care what anybody says anywhere anymore. If you don't get to the parents to get to them young kids, you're just going to have them generations turning over like they was talking about the welfare mamas. I hated that, too, because it was more white, it was more white welfare mothers than it was black. But they just jumped on the black people and put them in a corner of a city and say it's all welfare. But if that mother on welfare and that daughter has a child and they're on welfare and that that child gets to be 17 or 18, they're on welfare, what do you have? You have control of a system now where you got to turn over. We know where they are all the time. And you just put, you're surrounded like you're in war, surrounded with a fence. And we know where you are all the time. We're going to give you a little bit and we're going to keep the rest. The only way you can do is like uh, the CEO was talking about, unify, put the money together, put it on his on his radio station, put it on his TV station, and beam the news out. And have some meetings with parents. Tell them, do you want your kids straight? Do you want your kid to have good education? Uh, come and let's talk about it. I'll talk to the city here and see if they will give you an auditorium where you can go do that. I'll talk to them. You know, you want to do something? That's what you do. Get to the parents because the majority of them after school, they don't know where their kids are. The whole slightest idea. So that's me for tonight. I love all of you. I'm glad to have a chance to talk. Bobby, you know I love you, but, you know, I'm also, I jump on you every now and then. Right, bro. <laughs> Love you too, bro. See <laughs> you. But I'm going to tell you right now, you don't use that right sauce, they're going to put that at the restaurant. 
Okay, what you got to say, uh, 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 Lady Rob? <laughs> well, it's another great show. <laughs> another great show. Oh, hey, love you, Lady Rob, and I'm hoping you things out for your uh, you're going in studio. We're going to be praying for a successful in-studio for you. So Thank whatever you. comes out, you've got the right uh, uh, thing. And, and Bob, we want to congratulate you on your uh, on your layout in the magazine. And uh, all right, so who's on the show Wednesday, Roz? Tell us. Wednesday, I'm having – well, this Wednesday is supposed to have an open panel. But I had scheduled Mr. Andre Ward, CEO of T25CL. We were going over the real estate and all the dilemmas of going through the hardships that we walked through. But uh, we may say that for another show because uh, he's, he's, on, he's on a mission. So this Saturday, this Wednesday. Huh? Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to have an open panel discussion this Wednesday. This Wednesday. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm off, so maybe I'll be maybe I'll be off in there. We'll see. And Come on. You want to close it out, sir? Hey, I got to wash and pack clothes. I got to go to Tinseltown. <laughs> yep. You, you know what? In these, in, these, uh, in these shows here, without a, a predetermined script, they turn out to be pretty good. Oh, yeah. You never know where they're going to go. And we started talking about the website, and then we started talking about which side of the plate the fort goes on. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I really, I really challenge you to figure that out. That, that's really something that's but very that's a whole lot of That's a lot of figuring for me right now. But i got to figure out how to clean these socks and, and, and put, put these clothes in the suitcase <laughs> Oh, I gotta get on the road, Barbara McGee. I got things. So to do. hey, when, when, so when are you I gotta, out I gotta a motion picture. I gotta finish. All right. I don't. Okay. I, I love I don't, that. Yes, motion picture. Yeah. When are, so, you, when are you going to LA? I gotta cut out of here on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Wonderful. All right. I posted the thing called. Posted the thing called last week. <laughs> Okay, we're going to pray for your traveling mercies then. All right. Like Barbara McGee says, I got things to do. That's right. I got things to do. And, and let me tell you, I got things to do right now. I got phones burning up right now. So I got I got to press on. Okay, I got guys. clothes in the washing machine and clothes in the dryer. Okay. <laughs> you guys, don't, don't forget your shoes tonight. Don't forget, don't forget your shoes Tuesday. Don't forget your shoes tonight. Oh, Yoshi's Tuesday That's right. Yoshi's Tuesday night. What's it, Yoshi's Tuesday Uh, Yoshi's uh, is having, I don't really actually know who's on the bill altogether, but I do know. My granddaughter, my granddaughter yeah. is going to be a pre, uh, a, one of the premier vocalists and sax players. Yeah, she's going to play um, uh, the, the uh, sax, and she's going to be the featured artist, and Kavana Walker is going to be there singing also with the trio. And so we're going to be in the house with Yoshi uh, Tuesday, 7 7. All right. Okay. 7 30, Yoshi. Yeah, so you should come. All right. All right. Well, listen, to all that say uh, we 
We've had a great show. To all, have a good night. Until next week. Bye. 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 Let's <laughs> 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 get on your show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Good night.